Welcome to the Learning and Community Podcast, where every week we explore resources and ideas to maximize the impact of youth workers across our community. We're your hosts this week. I'm Josh. Got my girl, Rachel. Our hope is that through learning and community, you who have been called by God to love and lead young people will hear encouraging stories and receive the resources you need to press into the mission you've been designed for. Hey everybody, welcome to episode zero. We want to take some time in this episode just to introduce ourselves and let you know who we are and what we do. So Josh, do you want to start us off? Yep. What's up? My name is Josh. I am the Tacoma Area Director. I also am the site leader at Lincoln High School, Go Apes, and Stewart Middle School. What about you, Rachel? Oh, you don't know Stewart's mascot? Oh, the Panthers. There okay, you go. yeah, there it is. Represent. Um, yeah, my name is Rachel. I am the ministry equipping coordinator at Tacoma Area Youth for Christ. And that means that I get to provide really excellent training for our volunteers, for our staff, and then also for our community as well. And so that's what I love to do. That's what I get to do. Uh, real quick, just a little background about how I came to YFC. Uh, I was pursuing Jesus in college and started to build a strong relationship with him. And as I was doing that, I started going to a church. And at that church, there was a ministry fair. And at that ministry fair, I actually met Josh. And through that experience, uh, I got connected with a ministry called Sozo and started going weekly to hang out with kids and connect with them. Uh, we had dinner together. We played games together. I drove them home. And for probably the first six months, none of them wanted to talk to me. And it was really discouraging. And they didn't know their addresses. <laughs> they sure did not know their addresses. Had me drive it. Look, I was pretty new to Tacoma, but I knew every street at that time. And I didn't know it by street numbers. I knew it by that way, that way, that way. <laughs> Turn right by the safe way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But I think slowly through that, I learned what building relationship means. Um, and building relationships with young people is a huge part of the mission of Youth for Christ, especially in Tacoma. Um, and so, yeah, I was just completely sold on that. And that's why I've stuck around and really believe in training our leaders on how to engage in deep relationship with young people. So that is kind of how I came to YFC and why I've continued to be here for the last five or so years. Josh, can you describe how you came to YFC, why you're still here? Yeah, so I came to YFC. I had just moved out from Texas uh, and I was here for a month. And then I get an email from our boy, Dougie Fresh, who was at the time running Sozo that uh, Rachel just mentioned. Um, he just out of the blue said, hey, my name is Doug Johnson. Heard about you. I'd like to meet you. I went and met with him on a Thursday and I was sold from and that was eight years ago. So wow. I have been here, one, because of a short, bald, white man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And then just I love the mission, YFC. I would have been um, a City Life kid or a Sozo kid. And so I just really enjoy the mission. And that's why I've been, I've been on staff for six, seven years now. So yeah, I've been here for a minute. All right. So this podcast, this is a, a new thing for Tacoma YFC. Can you tell us a little bit of info? about it 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm really excited about using this platform to reach our leaders. I, I mean, I know that we have all different people from all different walks of life that are walking with teenagers throughout Pierce County. We have folks that are moms and dads who have kids that they're running around to take places that really feel called to this mission of just discipling young people. And so we want to make opportunities to learn super accessible. So that is the heart of this. We created this for busy ministry leaders. We created this for leaders who might not be able to always attend in-person training opportunities. And we created this for folks who just love youth ministry content Mm. or youth leader content. There are people who just genuinely love the ministry that they're doing, whether they're a youth pastor in Graham uh, or they've been with Sozo for a long time. They love young people and they want to learn as much as they can about how to dig into deep relationship. So we, as a ministry equipping team at Tacoma Youth for Christ, wanted to provide more resources for that. And so our goal is to provide Tacoma YFC volunteers and youth workers across Pierce County with training that helps them build authentic Christ-sharing relationships with young people. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. It makes me think of teamwork makes the dream work. That's right. So we got to educate people so that we can all be part of the same mission and then make the dream work. That's which is right. Reaching 11 to 19 year olds in Pierce County. That's what's up. All right. All right. So we've got a lot coming forward for you through this platform. Um, a lot of opportunities to learn how to reach kids, how to build relationships with young people, how to lead alongside other people who maybe have different gifts than you, how to mobilize folks who have different gifts than you and how to work together as a team. And then you're also going to hear a whole lot of stories, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> you don't you don't get into ministry for eight years, Josh, without having some massive failures. Am I right? Uh, a lot of massive failures. <laughs> I could... You, Tell me a kid's name and I can tell you a failure. Um, (laughs) But again, failures, but there has been successes and everything in between. A lot of still in process um, stories. uh, A lot of those. Yeah. 100%. And that's, I mean, that's what we do it for. We love young people at Tacoma Youth for Christ. But in addition to that, we love how God transforms us in the process. And so, yeah, I'm hoping that this can be a platform where you're able to engage with us, with Josh and I, but also with one another. As you go back to your team meetings, as y'all engage in your ministry, you're going to be able to be like, oh man, remember when Josh and Rachel were talking about that? Like, let's have a discussion and take it a little bit further. Because these podcasts aren't meant to be super long. They're meant to open up the dialogue and hopefully that you can engage with that at your site. So at the end of every episode, we'll do a segment called Take Three, where we provide three quick takeaways you can process throughout the week. This week, our Take Three is around ways that we're taking care of our souls during this quarantine time. Now, Josh, we done been locked up for what, like six, seven weeks, Um, something like that? Yeah, it's been about six, seven long weeks. Okay, six, seven weeks of hair growth. Okay, next time y'all see Josh, he might have some locks. Jesus, if I ain't shaked it. (laughs) Uh, But Josh, what are some ways that you're taking care of your soul during this time? One of the main ways I'm taking care of my soul right now is I have increased my Bible reading time Mm -hmm. and prayer time because we got time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always heard the saying that I never regret reading my Bible. So, um, just, I'm currently going through two different books of the Bible and that has just been very life-giving, um, refreshing. It's been convicting, Mm -hmm. um, but it's also painted a bigger picture of God. So that's 
the best way to take care of yourself. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I've, I've also been digging into a lot of scripture and some stuff that I wouldn't normally choose. I think that's another piece of it, right? Like what? Like, like, <laughs> like I love to read like John or Galatians. Like I like to read the feel good stories mm-hmm. a lot of times, but I've been really sitting in Jude with some of my Ooh. homegirls. Yeah. It's been convicting, convicting. and, and it, but there's no better time to be convicted. I think than while we're in quarantine, because mm-hmm. you kind of have time to process it. Like you don't have to like immediately move on exactly. to the next thing. Like you have time to like sit and work through it and shout out to Jackie Hill Perry. What up Jackie? Okay. <laughs> Look, I know she ain't never going to listen to this, but, <laughs> but listen, that, that study is like so good. I'll throw it in the show notes. Cause it was, it's been really helpful for, for me. That's so dope. yeah, I've been reading through um it's a series called know the bible series mm-hmm. and so i've been reading through romans which is romans makes my head hurt um <laughs> just paul threw in a whole bunch yeah and like one sentence is like how did he just put the whole gospel in one sentence and then he did it again right the next scripture and then again in the next scripture in different words so um romans has been really really good yeah. really challenging and like how trying to like understand the concepts and the way that he wrote it and mm how to apply that practically. So yeah, that's good. That's so good. So what about you? What's something you've been doing to take care of yourself? Yeah. So I had this moment, like maybe gosh, a week into quarantine, I guess. And I just, it was like, on. Oh, actually it was around Easter. I had this feeling like I just needed to fast and I don't, I didn't, I hadn't participated in Lent. I didn't grow up in a church that participated in Lent. So I wasn't really familiar too much with that. And I have never, ever liked fasting because i love to eat so i was like there has to be other ways to be close to jesus like i don't know but that's it like and i just didn't understand fasting but so to feel called to be to fast for me i was like listen it has come straight from god because i will never feel called to fast by myself my flesh is not telling me to do none of that so i felt this like movement in my spirit that i needed to fast and so i was like all right i'm gonna fast and so I go on a fast for about a day and I told myself if I'm going to fast for this day, like I'm going to learn about what fasting is. Mm-hmm. And so shout out to the Bible project. I'm giving all the shout outs today because <laughs> I really have been digging in and learning a lot. And the Bible project is a great uh, resource. And they did a talk on feasting and fasting and the concepts of those in, in scripture. And it actually has been so life-giving to me to learn that we don't actually fast so Mm. that we can get something out of God. Mm. And I grew up with that notion in my mind. I don't know where it came from, but after looking at scripture and the ways that fasting is modeled uh, by different groups, people groups throughout scripture, really like there are three different ways that you can fast. And actually all three of the ways are in response Mm. to something. So in response to a major tragedy, Mm. we are called to fast. That is a natural response to tragedy or uh, in response to a great movement of God, like what Moses had, like he was moved to fast when he had those moments with God. And so uh, yeah, it's in response. And so that was really new for me and has totally transformed the way that I view fasting. And there's always something you can be fasting about. And yeah. But then I also learned about feasting too. And the tradition of feasting as a spiritual practice is also in response, but mm. it's in response and in gratitude. Like we are celebrating the goodness of God and what he's done and what he's given us. So I've also been throwing down in the kitchen <laughs> and I've been, I've been eating good, you know, uh, and it's, and it's to the glory of God. And I sit with my 
roommates or I call my mom and I talk to her about the things I'm engaging with in scripture or how thankful I am to still have a job and, you know, so and celebrating too, like authentic celebration is a spiritual practice. So those are two of the ways I've been really just caring for my soul, um, fasting and feasting and that connection. They go together. Totally. I like the idea of feasting. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. My last takeaway, it might sound rude. Tell me. But it's not. No, hey, no. Honestly, the truth and love. That's how Jesus did it. One way I am caring for myself is essential relationships. I like that. Because, you know, we got all the essential workers. Uh huh. And I have just, we can't see people. Right. And, I mean, you can still talk to people, whatever. But I just feel like it's just a time for me to only care and pour into, like, the relationships that. I feel like are essential to my life to like sit down and just not have to worry about going to the next thing or meeting this new person or talking to this and doing that, but just focusing on the ones in front of me and who I really care about. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been life giving because we get so busy that sometimes we forget the important people. We forget family. We forget to call the ones that we actually love and care about because we get so caught up in day to day or we forget how to like make routines or, you know, celebrate with the people in front of us um, mm-hmm. and build memory. So essential relationships has given me so much life. Also, you can kind of, when you don't have to talk to people, all of a sudden you get to go where your heart is leading mm-hmm. you. And maybe God like wanted you to reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a minute, but it's hard for you to hear that. Like when you're like, I don't have time for that. I don't yeah. have time for that. I got busy. Oh, I can't talk to him for an hour and a half because I got to go to this. I got to go to that. I right. Do this. Just taking time to like talk to those people who Maybe the Lord is bringing up to my spirit or who I'm really in close relationship with. Like mm-hmm. that's been life giving um, and really caring for myself because at the end of the day, as best as I care for other people, they are able to care for me back. Yeah. Um, and so that takes time and it totally. takes repetition. And so this has given me time to like care for people really well so that mm-hmm. I can in return be cared for as well. Right. Which we forget, I think, a lot of times as youth workers. The essential part of that relationship isn't just essential for them. Mm-hmm. It's also essential for right. you. Mm-hmm. So for our take three this week, we have digging into scripture. Mm-hmm. We have fasting and feasting. And then essential relationships. Care for your family. Care for the people that are in front of you. The people that you are quarantined with. And yeah. other than that, I think that's all we got. Yeah, I think so. All right, so thank you for tuning in. You can check us on every platform. We got Apple, we got Spotify, SoundCloud, LimeWire. Hit us up on <laughs> I, I, all the I, I, platforms. Listen, dude, they, they, they don't even got LimeWire no more. What you I mean? I got LimeWire on my computer. Yeah, oh, Lord. No, I don't. But Let's hit see. us up on LimeWire. We, every avenue, we got it. <laughs> You'll find us. <laughs> Oh, Josh, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you all for being here. We are so thankful that we get to be in relationship and in community with y'all, even if it's from afar. We are excited about this platform and all the ways that we're going to get to engage about different topics. If you have ideas, feel free to shoot us an email or send them to your site leader about things that we can discuss and bring up. Uh, We would absolutely love that. Yes, please, please, please listen. Ask us questions. Rachel will put our emails in the notes. So thank y'all and have a good week. Learning in Community is an extension of Tacoma Area Youth for Christ's monthly youth leader training and equipping workshops. 
If you like this, you'll love those. We look forward to seeing you at one this fall.